0: Hey, it's Rick Dayton. On Wednesday, the 18th of January, what were the things we learned on KDKA? Well, one of the places we started was whether or not the recession is really a self-fulfilling prophecy. DirecTV said it'd be laying off about 10% of its management, which accounts for about half its total workforce. They lost 400,000 subscribers in third quarter of 2022. DirecTV struggles to keep up with the streaming entertainment services. Amazon CEO announced on January 4th they were cutting 18,000 jobs around corporate and technology primarily. Initial layoffs just the beginning of Amazon's overall plan to consolidate certain teams. After announcing plans for mass layoffs in mid-November, they began letting employees go on November 16th. Salesforce CEO Mark Betanoff said that that B2B business software company cut 7,000 jobs, 10% of its workforce. Vimeo said so long to 11% of their employees. You can add Carta, Coinbase. You can also add Goldman Sachs, Compass, and Stitch Fix. And by the way, they said, uh, those were all, by the way, just during the month of January. All during the month of January. Oh, and by the way, if you go back to last year, you've got DoorDash, you've got Meta, which is Facebook, 11,000 there. Twitter, mass layoffs there, 4,000. Zillow, the real estate company, let go a bunch. Peloton, we know what a mess they have been in. Snapchat, SoundCloud, Netflix, Coinbase, Carvana, Compass, and Redfin. Do I need to go on? Why is it that all these companies continue to say, hey, we're in trouble? Well, let's take a look at another headline that came from today, where Microsoft said it was cutting 10,000 jobs worldwide amid slowing global economy. As we saw customers accelerate the digital spend during the pandemic, we're now seeing them optimize their digital spend to do more with less. 5% of the software giant's total employee base found out that it is going to get a pink slip. Ten thousand people altogether. White collar job losses that continue to hit as inflation, higher interest rates, lower growth have impacted spending across the world. Uh, Department of Commerce said the U.S. retail sales were down one point one percent in December, which is more than economists were predicting Microsoft, of course, you've got Google's parent company, Alphabet. We told you about Amazon and Facebook and Salesforce and some of the other things, the other companies that have happened. To which I say, at what point do we speak it into being? At what point do we hear the comments from economists or from the Fed or from the administration or from prognosticators that we are headed toward a recession. We are headed toward a recession. We are headed toward a recession. And then companies lay off 10,000, 7,000, 4,300, 37,000, 12,000, And then guess what? We look up and we say, how is it that we've got 300,000 people unemployed right now? We're in a recession. Well, why did they lay them off? Because we were headed toward a recession. They laid a whole bunch off, and guess where we end up? in a recession i mean i just wonder is this not just nothing more than you start at point a which is at 12 o'clock and then you advance to two o'clock and then you keep on rolling you say a little more and it goes to four o'clock and then it goes to six o'clock and then you see something else and somebody else lays off and we go to eight o'clock and it keeps going and it's at 10 o'clock and before you know it we're right back to 12 and we're right back where we started at what point do you turn the clock back and go the other direction I mean, I seriously wonder, have we not convinced ourselves that a recession is coming and the companies have listened and heard these things, or we, the consumers, have heard these things? If consumer spending in December was down 1.1% during the holiday time period, why might it be down? Well, how many of us have heard we're headed toward a recession? When do the bills come due for Christmas? January, right? Get a credit card bill in January. It's due in February. So now, all of a sudden, those numbers are down. Credit card companies, the banks that own the credit card companies, don't have as much on their books because people are spending less or are not paying their bills or they're in trouble then. I mean, do you see where I'm going? 12 o'clock became 2 o'clock, became 4 o'clock, became 6 o'clock, and around and around and around we go. Is Microsoft an example of that? Is Microsoft saying, well, you know, we really saw he had a bad fourth quarter, and the third quarter before that wasn't any good, and the second quarter wasn't any That's not what they're saying. Again from the blog post from their CEO today, as we saw customers accelerate their digital spend during the pandemic, we're now seeing them optimize their digital spend to do more with less. We're seeing organizations in every industry and geography exercise caution as some parts of the world are in a recession and other parts are anticipating one. So Microsoft says, you know what? Yeah, we saw a ton, 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 ton of spending during the pandemic. Why? What were so many people doing during the pandemic? Ramping up to work from home. Companies spent buku bucks on building out infrastructure so that people could work from home. That was a boon for companies like Microsoft you buy a whole bunch of new Surface tablets for people to work from home, you buy a whole bunch of laptops running Windows, guess what? They need Microsoft Word also. They need Excel spreadsheets. Guess what? Microsoft gets a cut of all of those things. You seriously have to wonder, at what point was this a self-fulfilling prophecy? At what point is it we spoke it into being? Let's go to the phones. John from Butler is first up here today on KDK. Hi, John. It's good to have you on KDK. How are you?
1: Good, Rick. Always love your show. Thank you. I I love what they're talking about, and I think you're partially right. But I think some of it, too, is because of the morons that are running this country, people have less discretionary spending. So a lot of the people in the the administration that talk about building our economy middle out or whatever the hell that means, Mm -hmm. those people can't go to the grocery store and spend less than two hundred dollars for a family of four anymore because eggs are five dollars and milk is five dollars right and gas and energy prices have skyrocketed so discretionary spending is down and that affects all of those other companies
0: and we are such a consumer-based economy there's no question about that right look at where our gdp growth comes from it comes from us being a consumer-based economy plain and simple buying goods and services
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, so fo- less folks are going to be able to go out to eat. So yeah. You're going to see restaurants having to cut back when they're already struggling to find workers. They're going to they're going to find that they can't afford certain hours because folks are going out less.
0: Well, and how do you see
1: a trickle down through everything? Yeah because and a lot of it is just because of the goods and inflation that our, our government has caused.
0: No, I, There's there's a lot to be said for uh, for where you're going with this, John, and I very much appreciate the phone call. I don't know about you, but I've seen as I drive up and down Route 8, you know, coming from Pittsburgh, we live in the North Hills, you know, restaurants along there still closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. I mean, Monday would have been a slow time for restaurants before, but again, between not having enough employees, they just can't, be open seven days a week anymore so they're closed on what their slow days are and their days are now wednesday through monday you know or wednesday through through sunday so yeah we are seeing a huge huge change in our economy and where it's all going and john i think that you're right on the right on the button that so much of it has been literally talked into us And things that we have heard and things that we have bought into, but also policies that have come that have made it much more difficult for people to be in that situation. 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020 is Microsoft, and it's cut of 10,000 jobs. Is that because the economy is slowing or by doing this are companies like that? doing it uh, perhaps proactively, are they increasing the likelihood of that slowdown coming? Which came first, the layoffs or the recession? Another way of saying the chicken or the egg, but we all know that eggs cost $5 a dozen. Also on the program, we had an opportunity to find out a little bit more about what people think about billboards that have been popping up around western Pennsylvania. On the City Beat, along with Jamal Woodson, we took calls. Is this hate speech? Should it be protected? Should it be taken down? talking about a billboard actually four of them all together put up by the same man in Butler County that is talking about a lot of different issues he's saying keep critical race theory out of our schools Saying the FBI is essentially the Gestapo which of course is very, very familiar to people who know their history. Nazi Germany, what the Gestapo was responsible mm-hmm. for. Original billboard also had a swastika that was displayed there, which is not only a symbol of a sort of white supremacy of over the Jewish people, but over all minorities. That, that was sort of what Hitler was teaching as part of his Nazi party. And, Jamal, we're just talking about whether or not that is something that can be taken down and does somebody you know the, the county commissioners they look at it and they say they don't have the authority to take that down right they, they right. don't have you know that they they can't do that because what's on display is not illegal and then according to the county commission there's nothing that it can do about it is mm-hmm. it in bad taste is it hate absolutely. speech? is it absolutely. offensive absolutely uh, but is it mm-hmm. something that they, they say they can't Take it right down, yeah, and I, and I understand that. Here's another point I think is an interesting one. I want to bring in Joe as Joe joins us from Butler right now. Joe, I think you make a a really really good point about the location of that sign. Can you help us understand where it is a little bit better? Joe, go ahead. You're on KDKA. I'm going to see Antonio if you can go ahead and uh, and see if you can get him back on uh, and and make sure that you. See if we can get him uh, part, part of that conversation. Let's move on to Tom right now. Tom's in Mount Pleasant. Hi, Tom. You're up next on KDKA. Hello,
2: Rick. Thanks for taking my call. There,
0: I really appreciate you're it. You're welcome. What do you I've, think? I've been watching you for years, and now I get to listen to you while I'm working. I'm glad. Thank okay? you.
2: This is a business. The best way to get a business attention is to hit them where it hurts, right in the pocketbook. Okay. Best uh, uh, the best way anybody could get the, could really get their attention. Is to treat them this uh, treat them the same way with the garbage that they put up on, on their on their billboard.
0: Okay, so who when you say where, they are even you talking where it hurts are, right there in their pocketbook? Are you talking Going about at, the billboard company? Or are you talking about the person who put it up? Who's the they?
2: Well, first off, there's a billboard company who allowed it to be put up here, okay, and uh, and then and then the person who put it up.
0: So you think they okay. should be fined? You think they should? What 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 are you proposing? I, help me understand this, Tom.
2: Cut your business ties with them. Okay. Cut your Cut your business ties with them straight up. Yeah. I mean, if a company is worth their salt, they and uh put uh in uh, allowing or not not allowing, but it's being associated with the same company that puts a billboard up uh, that allows uh, stuff like this to be put up on their billboards. It's time to cut ties with them.
0: So it's time to send a message uh-huh. to that company and say, hey, wait a second. We're not going to tolerate this as, exactly. as the people of that. Ca- I, okay, I got you. got you. Thank you very, very exactly. much. I appreciate all the right, clarification.
2: Good. Well, thank you for taking my call.
0: You bet. That's Thanks, right. Tom. Let's go to Joe now in Butler. Joe, good to have you back on KDK. How are you? Good. How about yourself? Good. Where is this billboard? That was one of the all things right, that you were all, making a point.
3: This gentleman has three signs in Armstrong County in Worthington. Okay. He also has one in Butler which is approximately a mile and a half south of, north of. Of the elementary school,
4: south 422,
3: school, right? There are probably six or seven hundred kids a day that go past this on a school bus. Yeah, going to the elementary school, which is on the bottom of the hill, from where this sign is.
0: Is that the thing that's most offensive to you? Is that so many kids no, are no, seeing it's,
3: it? It's every sign he has is offensive, hmm. not just this sign. It's every sign this gentleman has. All three in Worthington are the same way, the same as the one on Bonnie Brook Road on the end of four twenty two. Yeah.
4: So what are your thoughts when, when you when people say, Well, it's freedom of speech, it should be allowed to be up there. What are your thoughts on that?
3: I don't agree with the signage at all. But it's I'm saying to you, the gentleman has three in that are worse than the one down on Barney Brook Road. Mm, okay. He's been he's had these signs up. In Worthington for three for two years now.
4: So, why do you so think it's just is, so, so bright, if he's had him up for so long? If he's had him up for so long, why do you think it's just now getting attention?
3: Well, the complaint in Armstrong County, but this one being the bottom of Alme- by an elementary school, in, and but in that is the first one he's put in Butler County, all the other ones are in Armstrong County.
0: Not as much traffic going by there, not as many television stations going by there, not as many people talking about it, perhaps. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying, Joe. Um, it, 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 are, are the people of Butler County just absolutely furious about it? I mean, is, is this something that you're hearing your neighbors talk about, people talking about it at church, people talking about it at Aldi? I mean, or is this just sort of something, well, here we go again?
3: No, the people in Butler County are very upset with it, but the people in North Carolina County are just as upset as the ones over are here.
4: Okay, man. Well, I appreciate your call today,
0: Joe, calling us from Butler. So, Jamal, knowing that it is so many high or so many elementary school kids are going by it, right? To me, that doesn't matter i mean if it's out in the public it's out in the public whether right. a bunch of kids are going by it or not kids are I mean, just yeah it, it doesn't that it, matter that, it, that makes it I mean, yeah it's really really unfortunate but it was really really unfortunate before <laughs> right i mean it was right. repulsive before right
4: right no it is and you know i guess i'd love to see who the owner is you know what i mean and i'm surprised now in this day and age right you know, anytime someone does something the person responsible is always front and center they will find who who owns it right. put them on blast put them on social media i'm surprised that has not been done yet honestly
0: he has spoken yeah. he ha- he has talked to a couple of law lo- i know he talked mm-hmm. to channel 11 i know he talked to channel 4 and he is not
4: backing down from it he is not so ever not backing like he down stands it behind it
0: and saying that this is this is what I think. This is what I believe. He paid for it, and yeah. But again, yeah. The the line between censorship and free speech is one of those things that is so hard. I think for anybody to articulate.
4: And and, and I and I realize you know what I'm about to say is totally against you know the freedom of speech and yada 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 yada. But if it's promoting hate, take mm-hmm. it down. That that's just it. That's where you draw the the line. Screw the law. I don't care what the amendment says. I don't care what the constitution says. I don't care about anything. I want it taken down. That's just it. If it is
0: going across
4: that, absolutely, someone throw paint on it and and blur it out. It's kind of
0: like what somebody said about pornography is that, you know, they, I can't define it, but show it shows me and I can tell you if it is. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I mean, and that's sort of what you're saying here is that, you know, you can say this, this, and that, but if it is then going to the point of promoting hate mm-hmm. against a group of people or multiple groups of people at that point, it's beyond the public interest. You lose your right. right. To and and mm-hmm. I
4: realize, you know, um, he's a MAGA lover and, and that, and that's all fine, you know, but there's different ways to promote, who you like and who you stand for than to promote hate.
0: Bruce Krauss has been in city council since 2008. Today, he made the announcement that he was not going to seek re-election. He joined me on KDK to talk about why. It's eight minutes past. Four o'clock here on KDK. The news came down this morning that Pittsburgh City Councilman Bruce Krause says he will not seek re election. And Councilman Krause is kind enough to join us here on KDK this afternoon. Bruce, how are you? Hi,
3: Rick. Thanks for having me.
0: 2008, you decided you were going to run. Again, because you didn't win the first time, but when you ran the second time, the people of Pittsburgh elected you and they've sent you back to council every year since then. Why the decision now that that's enough? Uh, yeah. You, well, Rick, you know, I just think there comes a
5: time uh, in public service when one has to willingly step aside. I, I believe that we uh, we leave private sector to work in public sector but for only a period of time. And then it's, I believe, a responsibility, if you will, for us to make way for new leadership to emerge. Um, and I truly believe it's, it's an exciting time. There are good people out there uh, that I think are more than willing and capable to assume mantles of leadership. And I believe we have a responsibility to make way uh, to allow them to do that.
0: As you've made your way through Knoxville and Mount Washington, Arlington, Southside, Southside Flats, et cetera, in your district, what changes have you seen in the last 15 years?
5: Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, drastic changes uh, uh, have happened. Uh, you know, both good and bad both. You know, we, we, we come here uh, truly with the best of intentions but never quite uh, really know uh, the cards we may be dealt um, and so I believe we get elected locally, but we govern globally. And so some of the challenges that we faced since I've been in office clearly as far back as 2009 was escalating gun violence. Uh, we were faced with a financial crisis of almost reaching the brink of bankruptcy, having to go through 47 and stabilize our finances. We saw uh, almost a collapse of the water authority as we knew it. Protecting public water, keeping it as a public asset always. And then, uh, and just when you think you've kind of got everything going the way it needs to go, lo and behold, you get faced with a global pandemic, which mm-hmm. was, was crushing, uh, for us to, uh, to navigate and to understand fully the, the, the impact that that would have on, uh, on constituency on their lives and on our ability, uh, uh to govern as a city there was a time, Rick, we were faced with the possibility of of having to lay off 700 public safety employees at the height of pandemic. That was a staggering thought and, and responsibility. Uh, and thank God, uh, you know, through uh, relationship building with the White House, uh, then Mayor Peduto and, uh, and the like, uh, we were able to stay off uh, that by bringing in about $353 million dollars of uh, ARPA money to stabilize the finances of the city. So there, you know, there there are many many challenges that we grapple with, and sometimes we don't know day to day what they might be.
0: Councilman, I had a chance to, to get to know you and interview you many times because for, I think, seven years, the last seven years that I was at KDK-TV, you were council president. And we would see each other at City Hall on a, on a pretty regular basis. What are some of the things that you are most proud of that you have been able to accomplish? And, and again, this is your term is up in what, January next year. Is that correct?
5: Uh, December uh, 31st. Of, uh, so basically 20- you got
0: another calendar year this year of 2024. So you're not done, no. but what are the things that of which you are most proud?
5: Uh, God, that's, uh, that's a really good question, uh, so very ma- and many. Um, there, uh, one of the difficult challenges, and everyone knows this about representing the council district, is the East Carson Street corridor and the impact that the nighttime economy and alcohol licensing has on the district and how it strains public safety services and the like. Uh, but one of the things that uh, I was able to accomplish that I truly am very proud of was creating an office of nighttime economy here in the city that, uh, to to get our elected leadership to understand this industry, uh, how contributing it is in nature, how dependent on the monies that it generates that we are, and how to make certain that it uh, operates in a contributing and constructive manner. Now, I have not always achieved the goals that I wish to have achieved, but I think we have, we have uh, turned the course of the ship, if you will, ever so slightly. And I do believe uh, through experience uh, the Gani administration understands, uh, what it what, what it is that I've tried to accomplish by understanding, uh, the, uh, sociability and entertainment industry, uh, and has really signed on as a, as a willing partner in wanting to see us do that better. So that is really encouraging.
0: You deciding not to run is not the same as term limits. But what you said at the beginning was that you think that there is a time for public service and then to go back to the private sector. Are we at a point now in either our country or in our city of Pittsburgh where the idea of, okay, you want to serve two limits? That's great. But that's the number or three limits. And and then somebody else needs to come in. Are we there yet? I think
5: that's for the electorate to decide, not for electeds to decide. If they wish to see their government operate that way, I would clearly support. Um, I, I'm i glad I had the opportunity to be sent back here four times. Um, I, I'm very proud that constituency thought enough of, of what I had to offer to send me back four times. And I, I don't want to sound vain. I would think they would send me back again. But if if they did, I think I would be doing them a disservice. There, there just comes a time when, when fresh thought is called for, uh, and new stimulation, new ideas and different ways of doing things. And I had my chance at the bat and, uh, it's time to hand it over and say, okay, here you, you take a chance now. Uh, tell me what you bring to the, to the plate. Uh, and I want to provide opportunity for you.
0: Pittsburgh City Councilman Bruce Krause saying today that he is not going to seek re-election when the primary rolls around in May, and that at the end of this year, that'll be the end of his time, at least with Pittsburgh City Council. Bruce, thank you for coming on.
5: Thank you, Rick. It was my pleasure, truly.
0: Yep, always a pleasure to catch up with him. And uh, again, since 2008, he has represented the people in the areas of Arlington and Central Oakland, Knoxville, Mount Washington, Southside, Southside Slopes. Um, Southside Flats, that's been his, his neck of the woods. And uh, Bruce Krause saying that he is not going to seek reelections. Those are the stories that we are covering, plus a whole lot more. If you missed any of the program and you want to catch up, use the Odyssey app and you can go back and listen to the whole thing. Or you can jump online. Go to kdkradio.com and under the audio-video section, go to the podcasts. And under my name, Rick Dayton, you can find the whole thing. What we learned today... And we'll see you tomorrow on KDKA.